Welcome to the More Perfect Union, the podcast that offers real debate without the hate. Hi, I'm Kevin Kelton, but there's no Greg Matusak, no DJ McGuire, and no Rebecca Kushmider tonight. It's just me because it's just days after the Christmas holidays, and our podcast is still officially on vacation. But while I was on vacation, I had the pleasure of doing an interview on KFI Radio AM 640 in Los Angeles with my good friend Doug McIntyre, who was hosting that day. And Doug wanted to talk to me about my book on television writing, The Sitcom Writer's Cookbook, Your Recipe for TV Writing Success. Now, Doug and I have worked together on several TV shows. Doug happens to be a terrific and accomplished television writer himself. And he wanted to discuss the art of television writing and why everybody should try it at least once just as a hobby and how you can get started hopefully by buying my book. So with that in mind, let's go to the interview. I hope you enjoy it. And the gang will be back this coming Monday for our regular More Perfect Union podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, New Year's resolutions. A lot of folks uh, like to, at the flip of the calendar, uh, make their annual goal to uh, pursue their dream job. And I encourage you to do that, as a matter of fact. Life is short. Why not go for it? It's better than waking up when you're uh, older and saying, what if? And a lot of folks, obviously, here in Southern California, around the world, they want to get into show business because it's fun. It's a sexy kind of profession. And uh, joining us right now is a gentleman who's had a big career, Saturday Night Live, Night Court, uh, Boy Meets World, uh, both the sitcom world and sketch comedy. And he's written a great book to help you write that perfect spec script that could get you hired. Uh, It's called The Sitcom Writer's Cookbook. Uh, easy to follow recipes for TV writing success, and uh, it's a pleasure to welcome the show, Kevin Kelton. Kevin, how are you? Hey, let's not forget that you had a pretty good career for yourself. Yeah, look, I wrote myself right into radio. (laughs) (laughs) With a lot of good credits in television before that. Well, thank you, sir, for remembering, because you'd have to have a long memory to remember my career. Uh, But uh, let's talk about why did you choose to tell this, uh, to teach folks how to craft sitcom scripts in a cookbook format? Well, there are a few other books out there that uh, touch on the same subject matter, and I wanted to give mine a hook, a spin, and I also wanted to make it a little bit more accessible to people who maybe are a little nervous or anxious about trying to write a script for the first time. So by using the mock cookbook format and metaphorically uh, comparing it to recipes, easy to follow recipes, I'm hoping that more people will try it because like you, I believe people should try to Go for their dream job or just write a script because it might be fun. Listen, a lot of people play golf and they're not Tiger Woods. So, you know, why not try to write your own script? You know, and I actually think that you have a deeper appreciation uh, or maybe you become a more discerning uh, consumer of television product when you've actually written one of these things. Because you sort of, once you get into the belly of the beast, you have a, uh, you just have a more understanding about it. Like I know, I love music, but I know that uh, as a non-musician, like the worst bass player playing the third set at some club with four people in it knows more about music than I will ever know. Because they actually did it. 
That's right. And it, I think it will enhance people's viewing of television as well. And if there's a show that you really love, maybe you want to try to write your own just to see whether you can do it. All right. Let's talk about this recipe for success. You talk about the ingredients for a res uh, the recipe for success in the television writing business. And that includes determination, studying the half hour art form, ideas, talent and more determination. Uh, talk to us about determination, because I th do think that you listed it first. And I totally agree that unless you really, really want to do this, it's probably not for you. Well, you know, in anything that we pursue in life, we have to make choices along the way about do I have an, a talent for this? Do I have an ability to make it in this? Or am I pursuing a dream that's not realistic? But for a lot of people, that that break doesn't come right away. And I'm sure you have stories like this too, Doug, but I remember even after I was working in television, I once sent a script to uh, a guy who was a well-known uh, manager of writers, and he read my script, met with me, and told me I had no talent whatsoever, and I should not pursue this career because I was wasting my time. But I did not let that uh, deter me, and uh, he was wrong, and I was right. Uh, we're talking with Kevin Kelton. The book is called The Sitcom Writer's Cookbook, Easy to Follow Recipes for TV Writing Success. It's available at Amazon, and uh, uh, if you're interested at all, I highly recommend. Kevin's a veteran teacher, both at the UCLA Extension and Loyola Marymount, Atlanta College of Arts, Clayton State University, etc. So he knows what he's doing. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's it's an irony, I think, I have found this to be true uh, because I worked on a lot of really terrible shows, some of them that were just like should have been canceled at the first commercial break. But sometimes <laughs> you can learn as much from working on a bad show as you can from a hit show. Oh, absolutely. And the first show I worked on, which was a game show, I remember uh, they did they wanted to test a new kind of segment for the game show. And we did this very elaborate test. We brought in an audience, spent a lot of money, and it, it just bombed. It just went nowhere. And afterwards, I went up to the producer, my boss, and I said, Ray, I'm so sorry that this happened. He said, oh, no, 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 don't be sorry. This was very valuable. It taught us what not to do. It's true. You, you actually can say if you can, if you can learn enough things not to do the only thing you're left with is what's to do so it actually uh by process of elimination can lead you to success and now back to my interview with doug mcintyre you did work on some really big hits, including uh, Night Court, which, of course, has been rebooted. And it, it, what, did you know going into Night Court that this was going to have legs as opposed to something that like, for instance, I worked on Full House in in the very early years. And at the time, we had absolutely no idea that this show would still be a cultural thing 30 years later. Well, when I came on to Night Court, it was actually toward the end of the run. So, yeah, we already knew that it was going to be, you know, an ongoing hit. Of course, nobody knew how these things were going to rerun over and over again 30 years later. I'm still getting residuals for that, and I'm sure you're still getting residuals for some of your early shows, too. But I did work on a, another show after that called um, Boy Meets World, and I, was, I came on in the second season. And, no, we did not know that that show was going to run for seven seasons. And to this day, it has a very loyal following. Interesting. Uh, the, uh, uh, you know, you can't teach somebody to be funny, but you can teach people 
how to find what's funny, I think. I think you right. can, people can right. be led to finding the funny. Things like bending a line, the way musicians bend a note. You know, if there's a cliche in the script that says, I, I, you know, it costs an arm and a leg. And you might say, it costs an arm and a lung. It's just a funnier way of saying the cliche. There's ways, mm -hmm. th there are tricks that can be taught. And I know that you cover this in your book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, to me, a joke is just logic that that takes a step or over or it jumps over a step. So instead of saying A, B, C, D, you may say A, B, D, or you may go A, D, B, C. Um, that might sound very technical to people, but when you analyze jokes and you look at them and you say, why does this make elicit a laugh? Uh, you realize that it's just logic that other people maybe wouldn't have thought of. But once you present it to them, they go, oh, yes, that is funny. That makes sense. Now, Kevin, uh, most people are trying to crack the business. They will write a spec script based on a hit show, something that's uh, currently popular. And then that changes. You know, there was a time where every spec script was Cheers, then every spec script was Seinfeld, whatever. Uh, so people are friends. There were millions of those floating around. Uh, do you recommend do, going that route or writing an original pilot and trying to create your own world? I recommend these days writing a pilot. Now, if you're in it just for fun and, it, and you like the bear, you like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and you just want to write a script to that, for that for fun, go ahead and do it. But if you're going to pursue a career in the business, I would suggest having at least one pilot in your portfolio because that seems to be what people want to read now. They want to hear your original voice and know how you would bring something original to their show. Well, if you want to find uh, the road, uh, the, Kevin Kelton is the sitcom whisperer, so get his book, The Sitcom Writer's Cookbook, Easy to Follow Recipes for TV Writing Success. It'll help you in your New Year's resolution if you want to follow that dream. It's available at Amazon.com. Kevin, Happy New Year. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Thanks, and I just want to mention I'm also starting a new pilot writing class at UCLA in January, so look for that too. Thanks for listening, and I promise to be back with Greg, DJ, and Rebecca next week on another real The More Perfect Union podcast. Take it away, Mr. Keeney.